Okay, we begin everyone, Baruch Hashem, another day that we are blessed, and every day has a different color, and every day has a different mission. Obviously, we can have the shell of our day, whether it's the schedule of our day, to be the same, but the internals, we hope, Hamachadesh B'choyom Tomid Masabrashis, and we hope that every day there's a renewal. We hope that every day we can approach it as day one. Every day, if every day was the first day of school, you know how you get to school your first day, or your first day at your work, or your first day in yeshiva, your first day, right? You always wake up early. You always smell extra good. You always have your finest shirt on. You always have your finest game on. Why? Because it's the first day. People who approach every day of their life as the first day, because it's true. This is the first day of today that I'll ever have, and this is the last day of today I'll ever have. This Monday morning, uh, May 18th, Chav Dalid Iyar, Tav Shin 2020, is the only day that this, like this, will ever, ever exist ever again. So it's a person's choice, as we know, that your life, as Rup Tzaddik says, when a person wakes up in the morning, Moidaani, he wakes up in the morning and, oh, he has life. And then when he goes to sleep, it's like he dies. A person is born and he dies every day. The Tzaddikim live like that. But they live like, okay, that's it, that's it. That's it. They try and get the most out of every day. That's what life... That's what life is, arichas yamim. That's called long life. Because it's called your days are long. You appreciate every single day. And that's why we start off with the Chavetz Chaim, Ashrenu. That we have the Chavetz Chaim in our life. That he can help us with mi ha'isha Chavetz Chaim. Who is the one who is the Chavetz Chaim? Ohev yamim. You love the days. You love your day. Love your day, liros tov. To find the good in your day. So says the Chavetz Chaim, as we start off with Dibur, with our speech, which is the most important Avera, the most significant Avera, the biggest problem that we have, comes from our talk. As me and Shai, Shai, I don't know if you heard from the Zoom last night, I was mentioning that whole thing of Shtika, right? That the Pshad is, is that a person, once he, words leave his mouth, the words control him. He can't control the words anymore. They have a life of their own. Before words come out, you're in total control. Say it or don't say it. The second those words come out, you have no control. You have no more control of what those words can do. So our goal, by the way, just to tell you Malchus, just to talk a little bit about Malchus, because we're coming up to Malchus Sheba Malchus, which is Shavuos, and we're almost at the week of Malchus, Right, not getting into all the seven spheres, but basically Malchus means your mouth. Why? Because Malchus is the Yadber Amim Tachtenu. Dibur means to control, to rule. Yadber is Malushan to, to control. That, that's how you control. That's how a person rules, is through his mouth. So the more we fix our mouth, the more we have control of our mouth, the more we have control over ourselves. Okay. Question, comments on that, please. 
Question, comments? Okay. Repeating a secret is a great example. Including in, in, in the way you speak is not saying a secret that was told to you. For example, someone tells you a secret, even if it does not include any Lashon Hara. Someone tells you a secret and says, please don't repeat it. You are not allowed to repeat it. Why? Right? Even though it's difficult, right? For example, we'll talk about that in a second. Why? Uh, what's the example? Your friend warns you, don't tell anyone that I bought this suit for sale. You're like, no, first of all, no one cares about your new suit and no one cares that if you got it for sale. Even though he told you that, you're still not allowed to repeat it. Although you don't understand your friend's desire, you're not allowed to repeat it. Even if a person does not tell you explicitly, don't repeat it, it, but it's obvious that this information is private, you're not allowed to repeat it. For example, someone says, I'm so worried about my sister since she's not been feeling well lately. My mother is taking her to a specialist to get some testing. You're not allowed to repeat that because you've got to assume. Even though the person didn't say, don't tell anyone, you're not allowed to repeat it because it's obvious that this is private information. Says the Chavetz Chaim that repeating a secret is even worse than speaking Avak Lashon Hara. Unbelievable. Why? Because by doing so, you are going against the wishes of the one who confided in you. Furthermore, revealing a private matter falls under the category of breaching the Midah of Tznias. Unbelievable. There's a mitzvah to be Tznua, which means to modest. People think Tznias means how much you cover your arms and your knees and your, all that stuff. Okay, that's also Tznias. But more importantly, but more importantly, it is the way you present yourself, right? Someone who's loud, that's not Tznias. Someone who's out there, right? That's why, right, it's not, a person could be wearing, a, obviously we're not judging anyone, I'm saying a person could be wearing a, a long shaitel and a bright, bright red dress and, a, and tr- attracting attention with all the chumras of all the lengths. But at the end of the day, you're, they're, attract, they're missing the whole point of tzniyas. The whole point of tzniyas is to be a tzniyas, is to be quiet, is not to be someone who's noticed, not to be someone who's out there. So so to in a person's speech. You don't need to be the guy. And obviously it's something that when you're more with the boys and with the, you know, this, uh, the guy who's making the, the most noise, right? He's the guy who's the man, right? No, this is not true. Maybe when you're younger, right, that's the way it works. But the more a person can be snua, sneeze in the way he talks, how much he talks, I guarantee you, as the Masil Sharm says in Anava, the more a person's quiet, he doesn't talk so much, and a person learns to keep his mouth Right, what was the Pasuk? You, have the, you don't have the Archas Tadikim. Where's Archas Tadikim? Where he says the, the fool. You have the. Yeah, quickly, just to, if you don't mind. I just love that line from Shlomo Amelach. Basically, what? Basically, he's saying that better to be thought of a fool. Thank you. It's basically that line. Better to be, better to be thought of a fool. Gam evel macharish. If the fool is quiet, if you're quiet and you're a fool, chacham people can think you're a smart guy. 
But if you start talking, they say, oh, okay, she's a fool. So sometimes it's better just to zip it. If you don't know what you're talking about, right? Everybody thinks they know what they're talking about. If you went to school for six years and you took, I don't know how it works in college, and you took uh, uh, political, uh, whatever it is, uh, political science, or you learned about, you, you learned about, you learned about, uh, you know, the Democrats and Republicans, then you can have maybe an opinion, right? Now everybody's got an opinion about this, right? When it comes to Yiddishkeit, right? Uh, opinion about this, this group, that group, you don't even know how to spell the chassidus. You don't know what that means. Uh, you don't even know where in Europe it was. You don't even know, know who started You know nothing about it. Well, if you studied for years and years, you went through all the svarim, you went through everything, then maybe you could say a little bit, you know what, my opinion is, I don't understand this and that. Well, that was what? Because you saw a sign that says, oh, this person or this or this chassidus is like this. <laughs> Please. It's a joke. It's a joke. Exactly. Mamish a joke. What? Yeah, that of course. Well, telling secrets over you're allowed to. The question is the listener. We're not talking about the teller. Somebody would needs to tell a secret. Okay. Obviously, if someone's going to hurt himself, if someone says chas uh, shalom, a very bad thing, you know, I uh, I killed somebody. I don't know whatever it is. Seder, obviously, or bad stuff that that needs to be dealt with. Okay, then you ask a shayla, whatever it is. Figure out how to do it. Okay. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Right? We just want to be bitsnias. We want hatsnei lechasim Hashem lekecha. Right? It's not about what people think. It's about what's in your heart. It's about your personal avoda. It's, 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 it's your connection to Hashem. I want to say something also that's very important. We're going to start talking about Zrizus now, so it's going to fit. Right? Sometimes you have to learn to talk also, to, to, to speak up. And to say thank you very much, and to speak up and to say good morning, and to speak up and to say the food was delicious, and to speak up, right? Those, those, those are the things you want to speak about. Those are the things you want to talk. Sometimes a person needs to reveal secrets in his heart. Sometimes a person needs to vent and say things to a person. Sometimes it's not good to hold things in, but that's what you have to know. The which is actually a good segue. To the Masil Sharm, which I'll go right now. Let me just say the bracha that Hashem will help us all not speak any Lashon Hara today, every day. Us and all the Jewish people, we're not going to hear, excuse me, hear Lashon Hara, be makabal Lashon Hara, listen to Lashon Hara. Harchek mi Adam Ra mechavara. That's it, especially in our yeshiva. Mitzvah Hashem, when we're more and more back together, I'm going to say it, I'm telling you. We have to say, you could tell someone it's Lashon Hara, I want to hear, you could get, I don't want to say Chas Shalom, get into a fight with someone, it's okay. It's okay to say, we don't talk Lashon Hara. We don't talk Lashon Hara in this yeshiva. You could say it like that. We're not, I'm not such a from guy. You tell Stama guy, oh, we don't talk Lashon Hara. Oh, who said you're blah, 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 blah. In this yeshiva, we don't talk Lashon Hara. That's it. We don't talk Lashon Hara. We don't talk stupidity. When we talk stupidity, go, go outside. Go on the corner. Go somewhere else. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be Zoha, all of Kalal Yisrael, not to talk anything negative. Not to talk Dvarim Betelim, only to say beautiful, amazing, loving, incredible, beautiful things to our, to our family, to our, the people around us, and to Hashem, of course, through Torah and Tefillah. Amen.
The segue to this, well, the segue to is going from Sur Merav Asetov. Sur Merav Asetov is that this is life, guys. We have to learn what life is about. Life is about two separate categories. One category is Sur Merav, and the other category that we're going to start right now is Asetov. And you need both of them to exist. It's almost like Ahavanira. You can't just live on love alone, and you can't live on, on awe and fear alone. You need both of them. You can't just be living a life where you're staying away from bad things. You need to be going ahead and be actively pursuing good things. As the Mesil Sharm says, Achar Azihirus Paragvav comes Zrizus. Because Azihirus is talking about what not to do, and Zrizus is what you're supposed to do. Okay? And here, I want you guys to hear this. Look what he says. Vizeh says the Mesil Sharm. Everybody needs to be genius and brilliant to watch out from things that are going to hurt you. Just like a person has to be careful to say what's bad for me, don't smoke, don't drink, don't do stupid things, so too. So too, you need to figure out what you have to do. Purpose is the greatest alarm clock. If you are not working hard, if you are not grabbing your life by the horns, that's what Zrizus is. Zrizus is that you are chapter 6, Paragvav. You are living your life, not just that I know what not to do, as the Mesil Shon says in the beginning, Nimta ha melchama is achar, right? It's from back and in the front. Haser satan melfanenu meachreinu. The Yitzhahara is going to get you by doing bad things, but you can't just live alone by not doing bad things. You got to learn to build and plant and plant and plant and plant and do good things. It's not just about not messing up. It's about actually covering ground and being and being. Um, someone who, who, is, who is actively doing good things. Actively doing good things. Chesed kel kol Every day you have to ask yourself, what did I do good today? Making yourself a list of things. What did I do good today? Not stom just to pat yourself on the back. What am I doing? How much time am I putting into this? How much time am I, and effort am I putting into that? Ki kamoshim zavashal yitzahara. Listen what he says. Just like the yitzahara wants you to do bad things, so too, he wants to take you away from doing good things. And especially the laziness of our body, as he's going to talk about in a second. He says, Listen what he says. He says, if you don't actively grab them, you will be missing them. If you don't actively grab doing good things, don't wait for good things to come to you. You go open up the door to find those good things. You go ahead and you figure out ways how you can find things. And what he says, Visira, one of my favorite paragraphs in the Mesil Sharm. Visira, Kiteva Ha'adam Kaved Ma'od. The nature of a person right, is very, 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 very heavy. We're very lazy. It's okay. If you're lazy, it means that you are healthy and well. It means you are on this planet, a human being who is lazy. Welcome to the lazy club. We're all 
lazy. Everybody is lazy. We all would rather sit around, especially our generation, especially our generation where everything is spoon-fed to us and everything is given to us all easy. It's not like the previous generation where, where life was harder. Things are easy. Baruch Hashem. Things are easy. Our head and our heart, our emotions, our anxiety, our head, that's our problem. That's our problem. If we spoke to the previous generation of our problems, they'd be like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? They would have no idea. Speak to anybody from the last generation. I mean, I grew up with my, my you know, parents from the last generation. My father was, you know, I love Hashem, from the previous generation. Right? Talking about emotional stuff and lovey and anxiety. That word, I don't think the word anxiety was created to like, you know, 20 years ago. Anxiety. Who's got time for anxiety? So what? You got anxiety. So what? You got to work anyway. You got to get up anyway. You got to, right? Take care of you. Well, now, okay, in the army, everything, I'm sure it's with the times and this and he says, right? no one cares. No one can care less. No one can care less. Our problem is it's all in our head. It's all of this, blah, 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 blah. That I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not minimizing the fact that we have to address the internal things that we have. But at the end of the day, look at what, look at what he says. He says, we're lazy. Therefore, you don't want to work. I don't want to work. I don't want to put in the work. I'd rather things be easy for me. Umi Sherotza, this is what he says. Somebody who wants to be Zoha, to serve God properly and to live a proper life, says the Mesil Sharm straight out. Tsarich Sheyizgaber Negativo. You must go against your nature. If you want to be a good husband, you want to be a great husband, you got to go against your nature. You want to be a good father, you got to go against your nature. You want to be someone who's connected to Torah, you got to go against your nature. You want to be someone who doesn't get angry, go against your nature. You want to be someone who doesn't give in to your desires, go against your nature. You want to be someone who forgives someone who hurts you, go against your nature. Dot, 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 dot. Because the nature, the natural thing is to go with the flow. That's the natural thing. So I go with the flow. I'm tired. I'm like, whatever, whatever your list might be. And that's what he says. I love this line. Scary line. If you leave yourself in the hands of your laziness, says the Vasil Shasharim, and you don't want to hear this from Vasil Shasharim. I trust him, Sil Sharm. He says, Vadai, for sure, you won't be successful. That's what he says. If you leave your hands in the hands of your heaviness, and you know what? This is why we do it every day. Every day. Every day. Did you ever wake up one day? Well, you guys, you ever, you ever wake up one day? And, and, and say, that's it. It's over. I don't have any more laziness. Never. That hasn't happened to me yet. So strengthen yourself every day. Don't matter what you did yesterday. Doesn't matter what you did yesterday. You could have had the best day in the world yesterday. You could have had the worst day in the world yesterday. Makes no difference. Question, comments, and then we'll wrap up for today.
Right, exactly. Whatever it is, right. Okay, sometimes we get a present where we're like, you know, that first day of school or the second day. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you jump out and you're like, okay, you hopefully train yourself. You get to a stage. There's a flow state, they call it. You get to a stage where you're hungry every morning. Okay, you get there. You'll get there. Mirza Shem. You can get there where you're, where you're, but then you have other levels of laziness to break through. There's always another level where you could break through. Always another level or that a person... Too, like, too extreme, Correct, that's also lazy. Correct. Correct. What Yitzhi is saying is beautiful, of course. What Yitzhi says is beautiful. That's the same thing. What Yitzhi said is beautiful. What Yitzhi said means it's beautiful. Right? What's the pshat? The pshat is what Yitzhi is saying is true. Laziness doesn't always go in that direction. It doesn't always go in the direction of moving as we learned in Zahiras. Sometimes your laziness is you're too lazy to stop to be more mindful and to be, and to be aware of... That's also laziness. If you're not thankful for everything that you have, that's also being lazy. If you're not mindful and you don't realize, oh, look at what I have. Look how beautiful. Oh, I'm sitting here with this wire. You would think that I'm upset at this water fountain for being here, right? I'm not upset. I love this water fountain. To be aware, to be aware of the, the gifts that we have. Right? Could you imagine? I did it in a second. First, I'm like, oh, I wish. And I'm like, Hashem, could you imagine a person having a well in the desert, carrying this around with him? We have freezing cold, beautiful water, wherever, whenever we want, just come in and push. And with cups over here, would you ever, like this, like, like, like we're in like heaven, we're in Gan Eden. I could do it all at the same time, like grab it, this. I said, you're going to get upset. You're going to get upset at something. That's also laziness, as our Rav Yitzchak said. Snishpashim. Love it. That's where the laziness is so deep. All right, we're going to talk more. This whole chapter, the whole, this whole thing is all about laziness. I love it. The reason I love it is because, is because I, I want more tools and more weapons as we fight against the Yitzhahara, how to chop the Yitzhaharas because the Yitzhahara comes with that laziness constantly. Yeah. Shalom Zalman. Um, like the curtain, the Yitzhahara, the So I think like everything else, laziness is like a skill. So whenever I said like you get to that flow state, it doesn't mean you're done with laziness. It means you're just much further on the side where it seems like you don't have to. If you slow zero into the little things that you're not fighting, exactly. then it'll be just right back where it's clear to everybody. But just so I was saying that even when you're in that flow state, laziness still exists. Correct. Right? Beautiful. Beautiful. Shukar Shalom Zaman. Beautiful. Um, I was reading a book that was talking about a concept where sometimes we get very passionate and we have like all this energy, we do something. But unless we take it slow, and when you really think about it, then it doesn't last. Beautiful. Beautiful. So, would that be considered laziness? Like, all that passion, you yes. can do it, but not really think about it. So, so, so beautiful, Ben. Uh, what happens is, is that the passion, the excitement, is nothing to do with laziness. When you're excited, 
right? And you're like, ah, ah, right? You date somebody, right? This is the classic. You date someone, you fall in love, awesome, great. You're not working hard. There's no hard work involved. You're in love. That's hard work. That ain't hard work. It's, it's the best. You're in love. And then <laughs> the rest is hard work. The rest is hard work to stay in love and to make in love. So the passion, that, and that's with everything in life. Everything in life. You go to yeshiva, ah, Gavaldic, I'm going to learn, I'm going to this, oh, that's, oh, that's all. You didn't work. You come the first day of yeshiva, you didn't work. It's a natural thing to be all excited. The question is, if the next day you come, the question is, if a week later you come, that's where you've got to break the laziness. That's not breaking laziness when you're passionate, when you're excited. It's afterwards when you're not excited anymore. That's, that's what it's all about. Okay, Hashem will help us all. We'll be zocha with the help of Hashem to... And we, we need the help of Hashem. That's, that's, that's without Hashem we can't do anything. But that's really what... This paragraph over here on page 115 in the art scroll, right, is very, very powerful. In the Mesil Shisharim in chapter 6, Parak 6, right, Parak Vav, right, is very, very, very powerful to remember that we don't want to work hard. Lo adam. And if you want to be an Oved Hashem, if you want to have a successful life, you're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to work hard. And it's not about, I, I, I just want to end off with this, it's not about having something. It's not about having something. It's not about being a Bucky and Shas. It's not about having a lot of money. It's about working hard. That's what it's about. That's what it is about. What separates successful people and unsuccessful people are, are you working hard to attain whatever it is? We live in the world of results. So since we live in the world of results, we judge, oh, oh, look at that guy. He knows this. Look at that guy. He's this. Look at that guy. He's that. What? What does that have to do with anything? Who's sweating the most? That's what I want to know. Who's, who's heart... Successful people fail. Correct. Exactly. Correct. Correct. Wait, 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 yeah. Correct. It's true. Hashem will help us all. What? Yeah, exactly. one more time. Exactly. They just keep on getting up. It's not about being... It's about... It's a perspective. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Of course. Correct. That grind, that grind, the, the, the grit, right? That grind, that ah, uh, that's that's the growth right there. That's the growth. That's the growth. That is the growth. Because your next time you're jogging, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, yeah, good, yeah. Then you gotta get to the next level. We always want it to feel easy, good, which of course we do, and that's okay. 
And Hashem will send us times where it feels good. It's okay. But that's not what it's about. It's about work. It's about sweating. It's about sweating. It's about pushing a little bit more. A little bit more. Just a little bit more. That's what it's about. Pushing yourself a little bit more. Not so much more. A little bit more. A little bit more here. A little bit more there. A little bit more here. A little bit. Rabbi Akiva is the biggest inspiration. Just a little bit. Akiva came the Gadol Adar. Came the Gadol Adar from looking at one drop of water. One little bit here, one little bit here. I'm telling you, look at the, those who do Dafyomi see it. All right, how many blot have you learned? Yishai, how many blot have you learned? Have you ever learned, done like that? No. no. You do it, it's hours and hours a day? No. No. It's a half hour here, 45 minutes here, a little bit here. Right, how I've done this. Baruch Hashem, I, could, I mean, I don't have mine on me. Zilzharim. I spent hours and hours a day on it? No. No. No, I did it. Different things that I've learned. Spend hours and hours. The main thing I could say, I could pr- pride myself that I try and do, and we've spoken about this, is uh, leaders are readers. Take a book. I just finished. I told my, I did this in the Zoom one. Right? The little measure says that I try and do just to go through it. Over 300 pages. I said uh, yesterday, I put it away. After Shabbos, I put it away because I opened up the, the Ben Midbar one. It's over 300 pages. So I read, I'm just, I'm not trying to, I'm just saying, how did I read? I didn't sit down and read over 300 pages of Torah. Over the last month, over the last 10 parshas, I read three, four pages. Okay, sometimes I fall behind, so on Shabbos, I make it up. But on Shabbos, I'm sitting there, it's not a big deal to read 20 pages on Shabbos. But I'm saying, what do I do? Yesterday I read five pages. That's all. And then the next day, another five pages. You read a little bit here, you learn a little Torah here, you learn a little bit of this. It starts adding up. The laziness is in the little stuff. It's in the little stuff. It's not about jog. We're waiting till we, like, we conquer it all and that's it. Game over. I killed my Yitzhahara. His head has rolled off. I don't know. I don't think that happens till, till, till it's all over. You, you, you got to make sure you're in the game. You got to make sure, right? You watch boxers. Everyone likes the boxers. Right? Who go, bam, and they have a knockout. That's not how you box. A jab here, a jab there. Right? Yeah, is that how they do it? Yeah. It's a... Tell them, it's MMA. What do they do? Well, there are those people that have okay. power, but right. when you see them go against, you know, people that are really good... Right, against their same level. They start level. gassing out and they start losing. Right. They were winning until then. Right. But in general, if, some, if two people at that level are fighting... It's never just one knockout. Very technical. Very like jab here, jab there, jab there. 10 rounds, 12 rounds. I don't know how it works nowadays in the cages and stuff. A little, right, bam, 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 bam. And then slowly, we want to come in there and be, right? We want to come in there and go, I'm the king. Knock the guy out. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. It's not life. Life is about another jab. And you know what happens? You get a jab. You go in the corner, you get a jab, and your nose is bleeding. All right. All right. It's okay. You get a jab. Oh, my neck hurts. Okay. Seder. Get back in the ring and start jabbing a little bit. All right. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Don't worry about your, your past. Your past doesn't exist. You're farther away from yesterday than you are from a million years from now. You're farther away from yesterday than you're from a million years from now. You're closer to a million years from now than you are 
to five minutes ago. Go think about that one. And then start continuing thinking about your past. As crazy as a guy would say, well, what's going to be in a million years from now? You'd look at him and say, there's something wrong with you, buddy. So it's more sane to say what's going to be in a million years from now than it is to say what happened five minutes ago. Just, just, that just fell from Hashem. Have a wonderful day, everybody.